This show is supported by State Farm. You have insurance for your home, your health, and your car. Why don't you have insurance for your small business? So many small business owners think they don't need or don't even know about small business insurance. Protecting a source of revenue is one thing, but so is protecting all of your hard work and your team members. State Farm agents are all small business owners too, so they know how to help small business owners choose personalized policies that fit their budgets. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. If your roof starts to leak or your floor's really squeak, you live in a money pit. Money pit. If your basement needs a pump or your place looks like a dump, you live in a money pit. Money pit. Pick up the telephone, fix up your home sweet home. I call an 888 Money Pit. The Money Pit is presented by Apatron Restoration Products, the Angie App, and RiverbendHome.com. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Coast to coast and floorboards to shingles, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Welcome to the program, episode 2097, 2097 today. And we are here to help you take on the project you'd like to get done around your money pit. If you're just itching to get outside and spend more time in the beautiful weather, but want to spruce up your deck or your patio, pick up a paintbrush to get something done, fix some rotted wood, whatever's going on, give us a call because we would love to help you with those questions, help you get started on the right foot. If you can't do it yourself, we'll tell you that and give you some tips to hire a pro. Listen, that's what we do. We are here for you. We've been doing this a long time, and we just love it. And we hope that we are able to save you some money, some time, some aggravation, some perspiration, and get those houses fixed up exactly like you want them to be. Coming up today, there's a lot of focus on spring cleaning this time of year, but rather than treat this like one big dusty holiday, we thought it might be easier to set yourself up for success with a 12-month cleaning calendar. So we wrote one, and it breaks up those cleaning chores <laughs> into very small, actionable projects. We'll walk you through that today. And if you love the look of your wood windows, doors, and trim, but you've spotted some rot that's set in over the long, wet winter, we're going to share an easy way that you can restore rotted wood that's quick, easy, and a lot less expensive than replacing it. And if your family's like most, you probably use that garage door as much as you use your front door for getting in and out of your place. But if the door's old and worn, it could be unsafe. It could also be providing easy access for intruders when you're away. We'll have tips to help you best update those doors just ahead. And we have a great giveaway from our friends at Riverbend Home. The Simply Shade Catalina 9-foot octagonal push-button tilt umbrella in natural colored fabric. It's worth 269 bucks, and this umbrella is awesome, and it's going to be going to one lucky winner. Give us a call right now with your home improvement questions for your chance to win that beautiful umbrella from Riverbend Home. The number here is 1-888-MONEYPIT. You can also post your questions at facebook.com slash themoneypit. Dorothy in Tennessee is on the line and has a question about an in-ground pool. What's going on? I have a, a definite money pit. All right. Um, <laughs> Welcome to the club. <laughs> really, I have a huge in-ground pool that it just wouldn't do any of us to not buy this house with this pool because we thought we'd just love it. And yet right. the kids promised to help take care of it and all that stuff. They're right. and gone. I don't want to take care of it. Don't want to pay all that money. And I'm wondering if there's a solution to doing something interesting with this space that isn't such a money pit. You know, you're not in an unusual scenario. I spent 20 years as a professional home inspector. And, and when we did inspect homes that had pools, I'd say a pretty good portion of the time, 
the question from my client was the same question you just asked. I don't want the pool. I want nothing to do with it for, you know, a whole variety of reasons. What can I do with it? And in those cases, generally what folks do with it is they fill it in. You know, they tear up any concrete edges or, or, uh, it's anything on top that might be part of their patio or, or whatever. And they basically fill it in and tamp it and compact it and it becomes yard space. So if you don't want to use it as a pool, that's pretty much your only option. Well, exactly. Is, is there a, a, an inexpensive way of doing that? Uh, the little bit of research I've done, uh, it, it's not inexpensive to fill it in. <laughs> well, look, you need to find, it's not a hard, look, putting dirt in a, in a hole is not a difficult thing to do. What, what you have to do is, first of all, obviously you have to disconnect all of the mechanical systems, right? And, and right. There's power out there, all that has to be disconnected and plenty of plumbing has right. to be disconnected. So you get rid of all of the stuff that's easy like that. And then for the rest of it, if you have like, uh, you know, a decking or a curbing around the outside edge of the pool, that will have to be broken up. Now, if that's the case, I can't imagine that would take more than an hour or two to break up with this, with a jackhammer because it's only going to be a few inches thick of concrete. So it's actually pretty easy to break up. And then you have to have excavators that will come in and probably with a, a small piece of equipment like a bobcat, start to move a lot of dirt into that space because it has to be tamped. You know, you can't just put it in there without tamping it. Um, and in right. fact, you might also, where you actually, you may need to break up the bottom of the pool. Otherwise you won't have drainage, right? So you probably have to bust right. that up too. And then it's just going to have to be filled in and tamped and filled in and tamped and filled in and tamped because if you don't, it'll become a sinkhole. It'll just, you know, be a, a depressed area in the yard. You want to really fill it up. You're going to use clean fill dirt for that. You're not going to use topsoil, obviously. So the, the dirt is pretty much the cost of the transportation. It's, it's almost like you don't pay for the dirt, but that's probably the best thing to do with it. And then start thinking about what you do want to do with that space. Well, I, I can imagine a, a really nice formal garden out there. Um... Well, there you go. Or, uh, fire pit, gazebo, all kinds of neat things. But uh, get it, getting to that point is not going to be cheap. How long do you plan on staying in this house? I mean, this is basically, is this it forever? <laughs> oh, <laughs> or probably. Might... <laughs> yeah, probably. Because, I mean, the, that is one thing to consider, and that is if the pool is functional uh, and you, you know, take it out, whether or not it's going to deter from the value of from your the home. the resale value. Yeah, sometimes it will right. and sometimes it won't. It depends on, you know, who's buying it and what their needs and wants and desires are. Well, hopefully we've given you some ideas on what what is possible and good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Robert in Texas is on the line with the Money Pit. What's going on at your house? I've got a faucet, a wall faucet that I replaced. It's new. And every time I turn a hot water heater or a hot water on, it sounds like a trumpet's going off. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> it's musical. Yeah, it it sounds like there might be a problem with that faucet. There's a there's a washer inside of it that sometimes when uh, it expands like that because of the hot water, it starts to sort of whine. And I might try this to start with. I might take the aerator off the tip of the faucet and see if it repeats itself. And okay. if that if it still happens with that, then I would switch out that faucet because okay. I don't I I don't think there's anything going to harm you from using it. It's just going to annoy the heck out of you. But I would do the easy thing first, which would be to remove the aerator, just to make sure it's not an obstruction there. Because sometimes you get debris in the line that will block that. Okay. Even though it's water, you think it could be debris-free. But i got to tell you, having pulled a lot of those off, off over the years, you'll see a lot of grime and grit and sometimes tiny even pieces of metal in it. So try that first. And if that doesn't work, then I think it's the faucet issue. Okay. Like I said, I just... Brand new, but I guess that don't matter, huh? Yeah, well, if it's brand new, then you take it back and replace it or get another one, get a different brand. Yeah, okay. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll give that a shot and see, see if it works then. 
Did you know that Americans take 20,000 breaths a day and spend an average of 90% of their time indoors? That's right. And according to the EPA, the level of indoor air pollutants can be two to five times higher than outdoor air and occasionally more than 100 times higher. Plus, every spring we get sucked with allergens, too. Well, Air Doctor is an air purifier that filters out dangerous contaminants like pollen, pet dander, dust mites, and mold. Their Ultra HEPA filter has been independently tested to remove 99.99% of tested allergens, including bacteria and viruses. That's impressive. Now, Air Doctor also comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. And they're offering a special discount to Money Pit listeners. Just head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT, and you'll receive up to $300 off air purifiers. Exclusive to podcast customers, you'll also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock this special offer in right now by going to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-Pro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT. That's airdoctorpro.com, promo code MONEYPIT. Everyone should know that drinking water is important to staying hydrated and healthy. Having safe, clean water is the last thing you want to worry about, but unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants right in its tap water. That's why we are thrilled to be working with AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers use a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process, and their countertop purifiers work with no installation or plumbing. It removes 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and is specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAs in your water supply. And they have water purifiers to fit every type of home, from installation-free countertop purifiers to higher-capacity under-sink options. They even have a Wi-Fi-connected purifier and mineral boost options. And its proprietary purification technology is independently tested by IATMO to NSF and ANSI standards to remove over 80 of the most harmful contaminants, including chlorine, fluoride, arsenic, PFAs known as forever chemicals, nitrate, and many more. I can truly taste the difference when I compare it with my old water filter. AquaTrue saves you money also. Just one set of filters from their classic purifier makes the equivalent of 4,500 bottles of water. That's less than three cents a bottle. Plus, you'll save the environment from tons of plastic waste. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and even makes a great gift. And today, Money Pit listeners can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to aquatrue.com, that's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com, and enter code MONEYPIT at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier when you go to aquatrue.com and use promo code M-O-N-E-Y-P-I-T, MONEYPIT. Well, if you're ready to get out on your deck or patio to enjoy the sunshine, we've got a beautiful product to give away to help you do just that. It's from Riverbend Home, and it's the Simply Shade Catalina 9-foot octagonal push-button tilt umbrella in natural. Now, this is a beautiful product because it's easy tilt with just the push of a button. The Catalina Market Umbrella can tilt to follow the sun, and it's made with sunbrella fabric that is fade-proof and UV-resistant. Now, the Simply Shade Catalina Umbrella is a Another of the many unique finds for the inspired home you'll find to create your own outdoor oasis at riverbendhome.com. It's worth 269 bucks. Going out to one listener drawn at random who reaches us with their home improvement question at 1-888-MONEYPIT or by posting your questions to facebook.com slash the money pit. 
John in Massachusetts on the line with a heating situation. What's going on? Yes, my question is I moved into a, a new condo. Uh, I have uh, gas heat, and the vents, uh, you know, come up above in the ceiling. And in one of the vents, when the heat goes on, there's like a, a tingling. It, it, it comes Sometimes it comes right away. Sometimes it'll come 10 minutes after or 10 seconds after. And it just like tingling, ling, tings a little. It maybe lasts for about 30, 40 seconds, uh, aggravate you, and then it will go away as the heat continues to run. So there's a couple of things that could be causing that. It's basically expansion of the metal ductwork. And the way it's attached to the surrounding framing, it's rubbing. Now, it could be that where the, the ducts are heating up and expanding, and so you get that creak, 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 or tingle, tingle, tingle sound, whatever you're hearing. Right. Or it could be a, a condition we call oil canning, and that's a term that is uh, has a lot of history. When we had oil cans before we had plastic oil bottles, uh, they were made of a, of a very heavy metal, and if you sort of pushed your thumb into the side of it, it would make like a ping sound. Now, we don't have those anymore, but the concept stuck around. And, and what that means is that when the duct itself gets inflated, it kind of pushes outward in all directions, and that could cause the duct to actually flex, and that makes uh, a sound that we call uh, an oil can sound. So it's probably one of the two that I just described. The good news is that the only thing that it's really damaging is your nerves, <laughs> but it's really not hurting the, the house or the system in any way. It's just a little bit of poor workmanship there. Now, if you can get to that space above the ceiling where you hear this coming uh, coming from, it's possible that you could do some things to to uh, straighten that out. But if it's inside of a concealed ceiling, it's uh, almost certainly not worth it. Yeah. It, well, so in other words, if I took the uh, vent off itself the, and, and looked up there, I could see if something was... No, it's probably on the outside of the vent, not on the inside. It's probably on the outside of the vent where it's attached to the framing, yeah. Okay. At least you know what's causing it now, and, and you have nothing to worry about, okay? Okay. Thank you. Well, good luck. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Houses have a lot of noises that happen, and, uh, you know, we can usually explain them, and that's one that's pretty clear what causes it. I mean, it is amazing how noisy homes can be. And it's funny, you can be in a home forever, and it can be a new sound or maybe a sound that's been there for the whole time you've been, but you've just right. noticed it, that can be completely unsettling and can right, give you exactly. a whole new appreciation for your home. Yeah, well, people deserve, they develop a sensitivity, right? Like those that live near train tracks never hear the trains are coming. Never hear the train. <laughs> If you were visiting that person for a weekend, you'd be like, oh, my God, how can you live here? <laughs> you'd be like, what train? There's a train? Well, there's an awful lot of focus on spring cleaning this time of year. But rather than treating this like one big old dusty holiday, we found it a lot easier if you set yourself up for success with a 12-month cleaning calendar that's going to break up all of those cleanup chores into small, very doable projects. Yep, and that's why we wrote the ultimate 12-month cleaning guide to keep your home spiffy year-round. Now, it's on MoneyPit.com, and it's organized by daily and weekly tasks, along with the occasional deep cleaning project, which makes the cleaning a lot less stressful and keeps your home gleaming year-round. So, for example, daily cleaning tasks consist of the little jobs that we do every day, like making our beds or wiping off the stove after we cook or straightening up the clutter. Now, for a weekly task, you might want to get a bit more thorough with projects like vacuuming the house, cleaning the bathrooms, dusting the furniture. Now, once this is underway, you can set yourself up for the occasional deep cleaning task, like a really thorough cleaning of the kitchen, you know, empty and wipe down the refrigerator or the insides of the cabinets or even wash the windows and the curtains. 
Now, the trick is that by rotating between the typical cleaning and the deep cleaning, your house will shine throughout the year without ever becoming overwhelming. So for the complete list, just search 12-month cleaning guide on moneypit.com. Helen in Arizona is on the line with a question about some bubbling paint. What is going on? I had my uh, the exterior of my home painted uh, last summer, and um, the painter had uh, power washed it, came back in a, uh, a couple of days, a day or two, and actually did the painting. And it was about um, two months after that, I happened to notice little bubbles appearing under the the paint and um i i presume that's because there's water under that paint not necessarily what you have is an adhesion issue so the paint's not sticking to the wood siding or the substrate whatever it is this is a wood sided house yeah it's a manufactured home yes okay do you know if your painter applied a primer or did he just put the top coat paint on Uh, I'm trying to think if my paint did have primer in it. Well, it wouldn't have it in it. It would be a second coat. See, the right procedure would have been to scrape or pressure wash, as he did in this case, to get rid of the loose paint, right. algae or, or, or mildew and so on, let it dry, and then prime it, because primer is what is what makes the paint stick. Now, if he didn't prime it and the paint's separating after two months, that's a big problem, and it's a problem for your painter because he did something wrong. There's no way that paint should be failing after two months. I had it painted the fall prior, and and the person did a terrible job. And so I decided to change colors and have it done again. The new painter, the guy who does accepts the condition of the house. So if the, if the first guy made any mistakes, then the, the second guy's job is to correct those mistakes so that his work looks good. But there was no bubbling after the first paint job. Okay, I, I heard you on that. But okay, no matter what was there before, you need to make sure that the house was not only cleaned and loose paint removed, but primed. Because at some point, you're gonna keep, you can't keep putting layers upon layers of paint and expect everyone to stick to the one before it. Primer is the glue that makes the paint stick. And if you did not prime, I think that's probably a good reason that this paint is failing. Two days in warm weather should probably have been enough to you know, deal with any moisture from the pressure washing. I mean, heck, it's not much more than just a heavy rainfall. So I think what you need to do is to, is to contact that painter and have them back and have a discussion as to why your paint's failing after a short period of time. It absolutely should not be happening. Thanks for calling us and wish you the best of luck with that project. This show is supported by State Farm. Insurance is a part of any solid financial plan. Making sure you have the important things in life covered is one of the best ways to give yourself a little breathing room when things go awry. It's important to protect not only your business, but yourself as a business owner and all current and future team members. State Farm agents know what it takes to run and protect a small business because State Farm agents are all small business owners and they live and work in your community. So they're deeply attuned to what's happening with other small businesses in your market. If you have a small business and are interested in making sure you're protected, reach out to your local State Farm agent to learn more about what you need. They'll help you find the right policy at the right price for your business. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Heading over to Illinois where Ron's got some stuff going on at his money pit. Tell us what's happening. Thinking about building and I'm looking at exterior walls and my question is, 
should I consider two by six or two by four? And I'm getting different opinions. And so I'm kind of wanting to see what you guys think. So the reason that you would go with a two by six is so you can have more insulation, right? Well, supposedly, yes. But you could also have more insulation if you used spray foam versus fiberglass because spray foam has a much higher R value than fiberglass. So you could use a two-by-four wall with uh, spray foam in those walls instead and have a much better insulation package when you're all done and probably spend less on the lumber. What would you think about the two-by-four with the one-inch styrofoam sheeting on the outside with fiberglass inside and then your drywall? Yeah, well, you can do that. I mean, all the insulation you add is going to help, but there's just nothing better than spray foam when it comes to both insulating and air sealing. What about the cost on something like that? It's a little more than fiberglass, but the thing is, it's a much more efficient system. It's going to save you more money over the, over the long run because it goes on really, really thin when they spray it, and then it expands. It has like a 100, 100 to 1 expansion ratio, so it swells up, and it, and it basically seals all of the gaps. Go to moneypit.com. And go to, under Listen and Watch, there's a section on books and guides, and there's a free download there that we wrote some time ago on all the different ways to insulate a wall, and there's a lot of information on spray foam and that, including some pictures of my own house when we uh, applied spray foam to a very old house, and just been thrilled with it, just very, very happy with it. Yeah, you've been saving a a ton of money. Yeah, absolutely. Excellent, excellent. I'll do that. Thank you very much. Good luck. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Well, if you love the look of your wood windows, door, and trim, but you think you might not be able to do much about the rot that sets in after the long winter, we've got some good news. The rotted areas of wood trim or windowsills or even bigger areas of decay that have completely and totally disintegrated can be fixed effectively and permanently. Yup, and the two best products to help homeowners and pros alike make those repairs are Liquid Wood and Wood Epox. They're both made by Abitron. Now, Abitron is a company whose products we've actually been recommending on this show for over 20 years because they work really well. With us to talk about how that happens is Richard Alstrom. Richard is their sales manager. Hey, Richard, thanks for joining us. Hey, Tom, good to be on. Hey, you know, I think that consumers are frustrated and and confused about how to deal with rotted wood, and too many times they kind of give up and replace, like, the entire thing, whether it's a window or a door or a piece of trim that's rotted rather than make the repair, right? Yeah, yeah, that's uh, 100% true, and uh, it's 100% unfortunate because uh, there's a lot of benefits to uh, restoring and saving that, that original woodwork. We've tried to make it as easy as possible to do that. Now, what exactly is rot? I think people are super confused about what it is and what it looks like. Well, rot occurs basically anywhere the wood draws in moisture and live organisms develop uh, within those wood, that wood structure. It's a cellular structure, and those live organisms can sort of eat away at what's called the lingden of the wood. They survive and thrive in uh, warm, wet environments. And basically what happens is that wood gets eaten, literally eaten away and becomes soft and spongy and deteriorated and eventually just sort of crumbles under your fingers if it's not addressed with the proper products. It's essentially in Mother Nature's way of getting rid of dead wood. I mean, that and insects and so on, it's sort of part of the process. But when it happens to your house, you know, it's kind of annoying. Exactly. What we've got is basically a system utilizing two very easy-to-use epoxy products that can solve those problems, repair those damaged areas without having to rip everything out and replace it. First of all, I kind of want to clarify something. A lot of folks will call that wood damage dry rot. It's no such thing as dry rot. It's got to be wet 
to break down and decay. So, so dry rot is really wet rot that's dried out, <laughs> right? Correct. It's all called dry rot, but it all had to be wet to get that way. The rot requires moisture and heat and oxygen, and once all those three things are present, the wood just sort of begins to decay. Now, and that's where your products actually step in, because they take what's left of that decayed, deformed wood and start to rebuild it. So let's first talk about liquid wood. I know there's really two products that, that work for this purpose here, and sometimes you use them together, but liquid wood, what is it and how does it help? Correct. So liquid wood is a two-part liquid epoxy. It's a part A, part B epoxy resin and hardener that are mixed together to create a wood consolidant. And so what that means is this liquid epoxy is going to penetrate into the pores of that soft, spongy, porous material. And then it slowly hardens and eventually becomes very, very solid, regenerating the strength of that porous, soft, spongy wood. When I think about rotted wood, you know, I was a home inspector for many years and I would sort of press into the wood window trim, for example, where it met the sill. That was an area where water used to collect and it would be somewhat spongy, but it wouldn't be so bad that it would have like actually fallen apart. So at that point where it's maybe a little bit soft, but it's not missing, that's a good application for liquid wood? Yeah, absolutely. Anywhere the wood is sort of, uh, you know, kind of punky or soft or starting to kind of deteriorate, you can feel a little bit when you're pressing real hard with it on your finger. If that wood feels soft um, and it's porous, the liquid wood will penetrate in and it fills in the pores of that, that spongy soft wood, sort of saturating and creating a solid structural mass once it's hardened. So yeah, those are those are ideal areas uh, to use our products. You know, they happen a lot around, you know, the the window casings, um, window frames, door jams, um, the bottom of posts and columns, things like that. Those are ideal areas where where our, our products can be used. Now, what if it's a larger area of rot, or even say you're missing like a chunk of wood in a door or something in a frame of the door or on the windowsill? You know, we live in old homes and pretty old homes, and so sometimes strange things happen. I mean, is there a way to sort of fix that? Uh, sure, yeah. It's always ideal to, to catch damage early. The smaller the area, the better. Um, our products aren't limited to just small superficial repairs. Both our liquid wood and our wood epox products are structural epoxies. They're both 100% solids, so they're structurally rated. They're completely shrink-free. And after using the liquid wood to solidify and, and harden any of those small, soft, spongy areas, our wood epox product is used to come in fill in and rebuild anything that's missing, anything that's literally weathered away, anything that's fallen out, anything that's crumbled. Like you said, the unique stuff that happens too, the pets chewed on a piece of wood and it needs to be rebuilt and patched up. There's there's really no limitation. That's a good point because I've actually used wood epochs not on a rotted door, but on a door where I had changed the lock. And because I changed the lock, the, the holes were actually in the wrong place. But of course, they weren't completely in the wrong place. They were sort of like halfway off. So I had to fill the old hole where the bolt went through and then redrill it, but only sort of overlap the old hole by a half. So you would think that's going to be the most impossible place in the world to keep a drill going straight. But by filling it with the wood epochs, letting it cure, it was just like cutting new wood all over again. It went in perfectly. So there are other applications for this product aside from just decay. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, we hear about that exact application all the time. One of the things that our customers love about the wood epox in particular is the way that it machines and sands and 
essentially acts just like a piece of wood off of the shelf at the lumber yard once the epoxy sets up and cures. You can use all your woodworking tools on it. You can route it and carve it and drill into it and even put small nails into it without it cracking, just like a piece of wood. So when you use the liquid wood and wood epoxy together, you're almost exactly replicating, you know, like a piece of pine lumber off the shelf in terms of workability, sandability, and paintability. So it really is sort of a dream for the do-it-yourselfer who needs to patch something up, you know, that translates into the contractors that are using the products professionally as well. So Richard, tell us about the environmentally sort of friendly aspects of the products. I mean, are they good for the environment? Sure. One of the problems that, that people have with other adhesive products and wood filler type products is that they smell nasty. They, they have horrible odors. There's fumes coming off of them. You don't want to use them indoors because you just can't stand the smell and the, the off-gassing. Both our liquid wood and wood epoxy products are 100% epoxy solid. So there's no solvents added to it. There's no drying agents added to it. It's not watered down. And both products are GreenGuard certified. So what that means is they've been tested by a third party for any off-gassing or VOCs, and they are completely safe for both interior and exterior repairs. You're not going to you know, have any sort of nasty, noxious odors when you're using these products. On top of being very environmentally friendly as you're using them, you're also using them to save original building materials. So you're keeping your original building materials, like your windows and your doors and your columns and your, your posts, those are all staying on your house rather than winding up in a landfill somewhere. And that by itself is very environmentally friendly. Richard, thank you so much for stopping by the Money Pit. Richard Alstrom, he is with Abitron. They've been around for 40 years and make some of the best restoration products out there. You can learn more at abitron.com. That's A-B-A-T-R-O-N.com, abitron.com, or you can reach them at 800-445-1754, 800-445-1754. Richard, thanks so much for stopping by the Money Pit. My pleasure. Thanks for having me on. Well, from gardening to garages, we want to help you create your best home ever. So give us a call now at 888 Pit, presented by Angie. And you need some help tackling home projects? Then you need Angie. Connect with pros, book appointments, and pay right through your phone. Download the Angie app today. Well, if you're ready to get out to your deck or patio to enjoy the sunshine, we've got a beautiful product to give away that's going to help you do just that. This really is a fantastic prize. We've got from Riverbend Home, the Simply Shade Catalina 9-foot octagonal push-button tilt umbrella. And it's in a natural sunbrella fabric, which we all know is fade-proof. It's UV-resistant. I mean, it is a super durable outdoor fabric. The best part is the umbrella's got easy tilt. So with just a push of a button, you can sort of create that shade and follow the sun as it moves around your yard. It's a great umbrella, a fantastic prize. It retails for $2.69 at Riverbend home.com that simply shade catalina umbrella is another of the many unique finds for the inspired home that you'll find to create your own outdoor oasis with at riverbendhome.com and it's going out to one listener drawn at random who reaches us with their home improvement question so call us right now at 1-888 money pit or post your questions to moneypit.com all right, Carolyn, Oregon's on the line with some rusty water at her house what's going on uh, my house is about 25 years old I've lived in it for about six. Uh, my problem is well water corroding bo- both of my toilets. And I don't know. if I've tried using Clorox. That doesn't seem to work. Um, I'm wondering uh, if there's some something, some kind of a chemical or something that I can put inside the tank 
to keep it from turning black. So, um, have you tried CLR? Uh, no. What 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 is that? Okay, so I would look take a look at CLR. Uh, it's a product that's been around for many, many years. A great company. It stands for calcium, lime, and rust. It's specifically designed to clean uh, rust stains from bathroom fixtures. Okay. Could you spell that for me? <laughs> yeah. C-L-R. <laughs> okay. Got it. <laughs> stands for calcium, lime, and rust. See? <laughs> I was never a good speller, but I got that one, huh? <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> All right. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Well, if your family is like ours, you depend on that garage as your real front door for reliable access as well as protection. But a beautiful garage door can also provide a one-step update to your home's exterior, and it can totally boost your curb appeal. But if your door is old and worn, though, it could not only be unsafe, it might also be providing easy access for intruders while you're away. So we've got some tips to help in today's pro project presented by Angie. Now, first, the garage door designs today are simply amazing. I mean, it used to be that you had to choose from a heavy wood door that needed a lot of upkeep to metal doors that were just cold and then prone to rusting. But today, there's a wide variety of composite and fiberglass doors available that look amazingly like wood, and they virtually need no care at all. Plus, the doors are better insulated, and they can keep drafts out of your garage, which is especially nice if this is a space that you like to use to work in. Yeah, and in addition to being a better door, we also now have much better door openers. You know, today's garage door openers are part of a fully integrated smart home. And in fact, there's one manufacturer that came out with a garage door that even has an integrated camera and it's connected to the Amazon key program where delivery people can get a one-time code to enter your garage and leave your package inside. Plus, garage door opener security really is better than ever. It used to be that a garage door remote could open a lot of other garage doors in your very same neighborhood. But today, rolling code technology means that it could never happen, which means your garage door is more secure than it ever could be. And that is today's pro project presented by Angie. Need help tackling home projects? Then you need Angie. Connect with pros, book appointments, and pay right through your phone. Download the Angie app today. Thanks to State Farm for supporting this show and helping our listeners protect their businesses and lives. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Well, Jazz in Virginia is thinking about installing a new asphalt shingle roof, and she's got some questions, Leslie. She says the roof she's considering has a 50-year warranty and wants to know what would the typical cost be for a 2,000-square-foot roof in Virginia, and is it worth it, basically? You know, first of all, I've got a problem with the way warranties are being used by roofing manufacturers to kind of attract folks to buy their products. Because you would think that if a product has a 50-year warranty and it doesn't make it through those 50 years, that you get a whole new roof, right? I mean, isn't that kind of what's inferred? Isn't that what it sounds like? Is that sort of the feel-good moment of reading about a 50-year warranty? But that's not what happens. What happens is you get the prorated value of what's left in the shingles, but you do not, you do not get any labor. So let's think about this. If you buy a 50-year roof and it lasts for 25 years, and assuming it was installed perfectly, then all you're going to get is about half of the cost of the shingles, and the rest of it is on you. So just understand what they're talking about when they quote 20, 30, 40, or 50-year warranties. And in terms of the cost, 
Well, in Virginia, the average cost for a roof replacement is somewhere between $4,500 and about $7,500, depending on the size and the angles and how difficult it is to work it. There is a very good guide online that's called the True Cost Guide. And if you look that up, you will find all the details on roofing prices in your particular area, including all the variants, all the ways that... uh, you know, the costs go up or go down, you'll get a pretty good sense as to what this should cost. Yeah, Jazz. I mean, a roofing project is a pretty big project to undertake. I mean, it's noisy, it's invasive, it's fast. Believe me, it is fast. But it's a project you kind of want to just do once and, you know, not have to do it again for a long time. Well, you could plan the most elegant outdoor party ever, only to have it spoiled by annoying little bugs flying around your guest heads by the thousands. Leslie explains how not to get bugged by those gnats in today's edition of Leslie's Last Word. Leslie, when we were talking about having it spoiled by annoying little, I was going to say children. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I I'm mean, only kidding. Listen, I love my kids, but you're right. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes they can just be played annoying. I mean, not as annoying as gnats. And of course, we love our kids and we don't love the gnats. So even though gnats are harmless, they are irritating. If you want to keep the party gnat free, you really need to know how these little buggers live. They love wet, rotten, organic matter. They love mulch. So if you've got compost, cover it up. You should be raking and turning your mulch very often. This way you're going to avoid mold growing on the underside of it. And make sure that you don't have standing water or leaves maybe in your gutters. Keep your bird baths and water features clean of any debris. And here's another thing. Gnats hate vanilla, but we as people love the smell of vanilla. So vanilla oil and aroma oil burners can help keep them away, as well as vanilla extract. If you put it on some cotton balls and then place them strategically around your outdoor table, I mean, your guests are going to love the smell. Everybody's going to want to have dessert. Everything's going to be gnat free. And, you know, the kids can have ice cream and everybody can be happy. Everybody wins. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. Coming up next time on the program, if you've ever had a major storm hit your house, you know that a home that's usually safe, sound, and secure can quickly turn into a leaking mess. That's why when the storm passes, it's really important to give it a very thorough check. We're going to share some of our home inspection knowledge and how to do just that on the very next edition of The Money Pit. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. You live in a body pit.